I really truly feel like I know what's best for my life. And I don't allow other people to question that. There's just no space for it. So if they do question it, I'm very confident in letting them know that I know what's best for my life. And somehow, some way, I've ended up here. So my choices couldn't have been that bad. Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up, and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. Today is going to be a good one. Why? Because my best friend, one of my best friends is sitting right across from me, Erin Lee Hanbaum. She is the CEO, owner of Ely's Boutique, a beautiful chain here in the Southern United States, multiple locations. It's basically the only place I shop. But besides where I shop, she is truly one of my best friends for all of the reasons. And today we are going to jam out on how we became friends, the high vibrational friendship that we have and how you too can decide to have one of these. Okay, we're going to start this one because Erin and I are just sitting here going, what the hell are we going to talk about? We thought we had so much to talk about the first time. We're like, oh my gosh, this is going to be the best idea ever. We're having lunch. We're going to talk about all the things. And we've just spent like literally over an hour talking about all the things. I've been here an hour. She's been here an hour (laughs) and we're talking about all the things. And then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, let's record it. Yeah. But wait, what are we going to talk about? (laughs) We've got a sticky note guys. So don't be afraid. We have a full sticky note planned for you guys. So hold on tight because here we go. Um, for those of you that don't know me, hi, I'm Erin. I'm one of Christina's best friends, and I'm excited to be here today. Thanks for hosting me. Oh my gosh, we're having lunch <laughs> together. You're hanging out in my house. There's no video on, so we don't have to look appropriate. You look beautiful. I haven't showered. Um, but I think the thing that we wanted to talk about was all the things that we talk about when we get together for lunch, and people are always wondering what the hell we talk about. I think one of the questions that I've heard anytime I've done anything with any of your groups, Christina is people ask about high vibe friendships and it's like, where do you find them? How do you have them? You know, what does it look like to have a high vibe friendship? And I think that one thing we've consistently said to each other is no matter what space we're in, in life or business, the first thing first, we always show up authentically for each other, I think. Um, And that's what we're going to do for you guys here today. 
Yeah, girl, that's exactly what we're going to do. <laughs> you know, it's so it's so interesting because I think that, you know, everyone always kind of wonders, like, how do you get these friendships? How do you make these friendships? And like, let's talk about it from the beginning. Yeah. So how Erin and I organically met was so crazy. So Erin, you know, we're, she's one of my best friends, but she is the owner of Ely's Boutique. It's a chain boutique uh, across the southern United States. And I was looking at a shirt or something like that, like however many years ago online. And I sent Ely's Boutique, the Instagram account, I sent them a DM. And sure enough, the owner of the boutique happened to be on the other <laughs> side because you're, I, I think, I think our social media manager was on vacation that week from what I remember. Or someone was like maybe fired no, or, like, or, like, or yeah. left. There was, for some reason, I was on the Instagram page checking the DMs, which any of you business owners out there know how that goes. You lose someone or, you know, have to make a quick change or vacation or whatever. If you're in small business, like you're just making shit work all the time. Um, so that was me, but I saw Christina's DM and I think we, I started following you or maybe we already followed you. I don't know. I was on the Ely's page. She DMs and I see one of your stories and I'm like, hell yes. Like, I love this. And I think I like commented on it from Ely's. Yeah, I'm like, sure you did. It something. Yeah, then we went back and forth. I'm like, oh, like, this is Erin, the owner of Ely's. Yes, I'm like, yes. oh my gosh, this is amazing. You're like, who is this? Exactly. I'm like, who is this? Who is this person? Because I didn't know much about the story in the beginning. No. And then I, we would kind of message back and forth. And then sure enough, we're like, hey, let's grab a cup of coffee. And, you know, the rest is history. We've been married ever since. It's <laughs> true. We ha- I had um, chicken tacos with you at Samantha's. Oh, my gosh. That's right. I totally forgot where yeah. it was. I thought our first uh, date was a coffee shop. Remember that coffee shop that closed downtown? Yeah. Oh, I know. What was it called? That was your favorite place. It was almost like a bike shop and a coffee shop all at the same time. Yes, need your coffee. I love that place. RIP. No, they're in Bentonville, though. Oh, okay. Fabulous. And Austin, Texas. Oh, amazing. Well, I have so many clients and my assistants in Austin. So there you go. Meteor Coffee. Meteor Coffee. Shout out to Meteor. I love you. RIP in Little Rock. Come back. We love it. But anyway, so that's how we met. But we also think that I think I truly believe that the universe always leads you to those people. And, you know, something that I get all the time is people coming to me saying that they don't have any high vibrational friends. They don't have people who think the same or on that same level who want the same things in life. And there is a period of time. And I don't know if you believe this to be true or not, but I always believe that there's a period of time where you go from where you were to where you are now. And there's this gap of like, you're kind of alone. You're kind of feeling like no one else gets it. And so many people feel that way, but I want you to know that you are exactly where you need to be because the universe always brings those people into your life. Perhaps through a DM of a clothing store <laughs> in Conway, Arkansas. It's true. Um, I think I went through that period and I know Christine, you know this about me. I was fortunate enough to grow up with a dad that introduced me to the likes of Jim Rohn and Tony Robbins and Louise Hay. And uh, and then I eventually found, you know, other students of A Course in Miracles and all those very high vibe individuals. Um, so it was really in my 20s where I wasn't talking about that with anyone besides my dad because I just felt so strange and out of place and didn't really have friends that were into that kind of thing. Um, but they do show up. I truly believe they do show up. And especially when you start feeling more secure in your own beliefs and your own convictions and, um, 
you're able to express yourself more confidently. I think people are attracted to that. Don't you think? Oh my gosh. Yes. A hundred percent. Like that is the reason why now you and I both have so many high vibrational friends. It's like people who think like us actually want to be around us. Right. And then the people who don't, the people who think we're crazy or the people who think that like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like people, for the record, there's a lot of people that think we're crazy. Oh, 100%. Way more people think we're crazy than we're not. Probably our husbands at some points, but they love us anyway. Exactly. My husband like literally needed to get on the crazy train in the beginning. But no, that's 100% the truth, right? Is now we have all these people around us because like, if you're not a high vibrational person, people who are not high vibrational literally probably would never want to hang out with us. That was the thing that we were talking about is, you know, you and I, we never go for lunch or go for dinner, you know, jump on the phone or go for a walk or whatever it is to slam other people. No, never, never, never. Well, and it just brings my whole vibe down. I mean, there are situations where of course you do have to vent. You do have to talk about certain situations before this, we had a conversation about, some an issue that I was having where I just needed to vent to Christina and get her feedback, but I would never expect us to go to lunch and that be the focus. Really, we really focus on ourselves, I think, in our own personal growth. And um, I know we talk a lot about our marriages and personal health and uh, just our entire journeys, not just business and not just hustling and not just making things happen, but truly our own like self-worth, our own confidence level, taking care of ourselves. I mean, that's really, I think, where we find the most joy in our relationship, don't you think? Oh, 100%. I think it was interesting how this even came up where I said, hey, just come over to the house and, you know, we'll have a glass of sparkling, (laughs) what's going to be sparkling wine, but neither one of us wanted that today. So we're on the sparkling water train. Sparkling water train today. But how this who sponsored the podcast? Yes, absolutely. Waterloo, (laughs) Waterloo, water. They sponsored the podcast. They sponsored Decided to Turn, all the things. But no, it's how this came about was we just were sitting there and talking about all the things that made us so high vibrational and what made us like leave our lunch meeting and be so, you know, full, really full after every single time we meet. But the thing we were really talking about is how it's not just business, you know, you are obviously a very successful seven-figure business CEO. You have all of these stores. I do well in my business as well. Both of our husbands do really well. But the thing that sets, I think, us apart is the fact that we really create a life that we love, not just a business. You know, the day that this happened, that we really said we were going to do that. Remember? Yes. We yes. were sitting there. It was 12 o'clock. It was the first time it was like sunny. It was like Wednesday. It was a Wednesday. It was a Wednesday. Hump day. Hump day sitting <laughs> at the country club. It was sunny. And I said, I have nothing else this afternoon. I'm having a glass of rosé. And you're like, oh my God, get me one of those too. And it was all of a sudden in that moment that I'm just like, that is what we need to talk about. Not just creating a business, but creating a life. And that's off, oftentimes what we were talking about. Even today, you were talking about how you're taking four days and you're going to Cabo and you're just completely checking out. However, you've just been hustling your ass off for however many weeks to get your store up in Fayetteville running again. So it's both, but it's creating a life that you actually like and love and enjoy, not just the hustle of the business. You are not, not striving for one more dollar. You're striving for a life. Well, and I just thought about this while you're talking. I feel like neither one of us are 
striving to be rich. We're striving to have a rich life. And I think that's where it, that's where push comes to shove. And I think that, you know, especially in social media right now, you see so much about where everything is about, like you just said, the dollar, getting the next dollar and the next dollar. And eventually when you're in that mindset of just push, push, push all the time, and you don't have time to focus on the things that truly matter, you know, your relationships, your marriage, your family, your friendships, when you don't have time to sit in that and really feel the gratitude and feel the love and enjoy the life that you've hustled your ass off to build, what's left? You know, if you're not able to enjoy that. So I think both of you, you and I are both so dedicated to living a rich, full life. Sure. I love abundance. I love things. I love nice things. I love nice vacations. I love all of those things. And I think that we both agree. Yeah, we can have those things. But that doesn't distract us from our main goal of living a full, joy-filled life and being able to enjoy the small things like a glass of rosé. At the country club on a Wednesday. <laughs> what if sunshine for the first time? Oh my it felt like forever. It was like the first day of spring. We're like, oh my God, this is magic. This is magic. But even you saying this afternoon that like after this podcast is over, you know, it's only what, three o'clock in yeah. the afternoon. You're like, I told my office, I told my store that I'm done for the rest of the day. I need, I need a break. I've yeah. been working, you know, all week long. I had the same thing happen to me on Tuesday. I took nine hours of calls, which is completely unhealthy. And I don't need to do that again. And I know that about myself, but you know, then yesterday. Yesterday afternoon, I, I played golf. Today, we were recording this podcast, and I'm going to go for a walk later on. But, you know, you and I both, you could literally put another store together. You could launch two more stores. You could go even heavier online. I could take on another three or four clients. I'm choosing not to because I'm choosing life over money. I'm choosing life over the next kick of the hustle and being like saying, oh, I have 20 one-on-one clients right now instead of 15 one-on-one clients. And like, I did the 20 one-on-one clients and with the masterminds, with all the things. And it's a lot. And I, I, so, I much. so much. And, and you had your store in Dallas. That yeah. You, you for just, five years. Yeah. We were in Texas for five years and I realized I was like, whoa, the, what I'm getting out of these locations is not worth what I'm putting into them. And, you know, really at the end of the day, aren't we all just looking for more time? Time is such a valuable commodity. And I think as I'm moving forward in my life, one thing that's a distinct difference of when I first started Ely's um, is that bigger is not necessarily always better. You know, I think back to Jim Collins uh, when he's in Good to Great, and he talks about how, you know, they're studying all these massive, massive companies that are making hundreds of millions or billions of dollars a year. And he goes, really, the best company in America is probably some $10 million company in the Midwest that none of us have ever heard of. And none of us will ever find because they don't want to be found. Like they're doing such good business and they're at a great point where they don't want to grow anymore. And he poses the question, would you rather own a $100 million company at a 2% bottom line margin, or would you rather run a $10 million company at a 20% bottom line margin? Uh, Give me the $10 million company at 20% margin. It's the same bottom line. The only difference is you're working a lot less for the $10 million company than you are the $100 million company. And I think that in my 20s, I would have easily grabbed for the $100 million company. And now I'm like, nah, 
you know, we're doing, we're doing pretty good. Like we're doing, I live a great life that I love and it's so fulfilling. And I get to work with people that I choose every single day. How could I not be grateful for that? Even if, even if it all goes down, like I've said this a million times, even if all goes down in flames tomorrow after 10 years, it's been a really great ride that I'm so happy with, you know, most of the time it's all, anything you do is going to have pain points and you're going to have frustration and you're going to have things to complain about, but just living in that space of being really grateful for where you're at, God, what more could we ask for? Right. Mm. I love that. I actually am specifically thinking of like a few one-on-one clients of mine who've had these like epiphanies uh, lately. Like, you know, I'm thinking of one client that we know together. Um, She's a singer-songwriter and I sometimes think about her life and I'm just like, you know, right now she's not financially where she wants to be. She's doing fine, but you know, not really exactly where she wants to be. But I think about it like two weeks ago, she was playing golf at Pinehurst. This week she's got four shows. You know, she's got a really great marriage that she loves. Her attitude is such a phenomenal, like she's such a phenomenal. And I, I I know that like last year, if she looked back at her life, she'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm so much further than I was last year. And I know that five years from now, she's going to be like, oh my gosh, I have all of these things. Why didn't I, you know, just really relish in the moment that I'm at and I'm exactly the same way, right? Like I remember when I was playing golf, if I would have looked back at some of those times and been, like just took a second to stop and just be like, holy cow, this is like pretty amazing. Like I am literally playing on golf courses that like most people would like cut their left arm for and I'm getting paid crazy amounts of money. At what I believed was crazy amount of money at the time. The sun is shining. And yet I didn't think it was enough because A, B, and C wasn't happening or I wasn't, you know, I didn't get my tour card or I didn't get the next television show or all of the things. And now I sometimes look back and I'm just like, golly, if I had the mindset that I have now versus what I had back then, oh my God, I would have just been like rolling around like pig and shit, right? Oh, like I literally was so excited about my life back then. I would have been so much more excited about my life back then. So I think that that's something that, you know, you can learn from us, even though neither one of us are are billionaires. I, I truly do believe we're both so successful in our own right because we choose that because we choose to work hard. We choose for the hustle, but we also choose the life we choose the life and you know you have a, a brand new baby yes a baby this year georgie and little george and he's not little he's so freaking cute like literally so chunky. <laughs> so chunky and as a person who's chosen not to have children I'm going to do a podcast on that because people always ask me that question. I think that's a great podcast. I really need to. Yeah, I really need to do that. But as a person who's chosen not to do or not to have children, I believe that I'm allowed to say when friends of mine, like I, you know, like most people are just like, yeah, your kid is cute. Like every parent is like, yeah, your kid is cute. Yes. I am so unbelievably just like, your kid is the cutest ever. Like, I have two girlfriends. I feel like you have to say that. No, but I don't. Because I just choose not to say it to other people. Like, oh, he's so cute. But, like, you and Devin, I'm like, oh, my God, your child is beautiful. <laughs> like, I just love you girls so much. And I'm just like, oh, my God, your kid is so I think so you beautiful. would feel that way about George no matter what. Because you just love him. Yeah, yeah. I guess so, maybe. But, no, that's not actually true. I do love my other girlfriend's kids, too. But... Your two children were born beautiful in the beginning. Well, thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you. Um, but I, I think the cool thing about you and you were talking to my mastermind this this semester, and you were talking about how you have taken a different 
like outlook to, to motherhood than some do. And I absolutely loved when you said, you know what? Like he has a nanny. He has a night nanny. I am not there all the time, but when I'm there, I am so there. And when you said that, I think it was a game changer. And so obviously this is kind of going in a whole nother direction, but I do <laughs> like, I really could give two yeah. bucks. This is my podcast. I get to decide and hopefully people love it. But hopefully if you're a mom out there uh, listening to this and you think that you're always doing everything wrong and that there's so much judgment, my God, that's one of the reasons why I didn't have children is because I don't know if I can handle all that judgment. Y'all are so hard on yourselves, but you said something so beautiful. And I think that, you know, your approach to motherhood has been so cool is the fact that you are like, yes, he has all the things and I'm not there at all periods in time. But when I am, it is beautiful and magical. And I am a damn good mom. Oh, first of all, I really truly believe that I'm an excellent mother. Ah, I'm so happy. <laughs> I do. I think I was like, I told Dr. Me there, I was like, I know for a fact I'm an excellent mother. Um, am I there every second of the day with him? Am I staying at home with him? No. But I do know that me staying at home with my child would not be the best mother for him. And I truly believe that. I also have worked really hard to find a great nanny that adores him. And I know that he is in excellent hands when I'm not there. And it's also given me new life and new purpose in my business because when I show up, to work. It's in a different space. And I think that there's something really great about being a working parent in general, because it does give you this little extra zeal of how you show up in the workspace. And for me is while I'm at home with George, I'm with George. And when I'm at work, I am at work. I'm making things happen. It's incredible guys. And Christine, I'll tell you this. I can, what took me four hours to do prior to George, I'm like, no, two, I'm knocking it out, making a decision, moving on, no time for bullshit. Like I got to get home and give that boy a bath. Um, But it's been one of the most exhilarating journeys of my life. And a couple days before I gave birth to him, I told myself, I was like, you're going to do what feels right for you as a mother. And you are not going to give a shit what anyone else thinks about it. And so, you know, for those out there that are struggling, I know I've had a few friends that have really struggled with postpartum depression and that is very real. And I think so much of it comes from a exhaustion and like you said, all the judgment, it's just too damn much. Like you got to let yourself off the hook, but you know, I didn't breastfeed. I, my baby is completely formula fed. Now, given I am ordering top of the line European formula, (laughs) but you know, I knew I couldn't do, you can't do everything perfectly. You just can't do it all perfectly. And for me, I wanted to be really happy and I wanted to enjoy my time with him. And when we are together, I wanted to make sure that he has a mother that is in a super happy space mentally. And I'm really proud of myself for how I've shown up for him as a mother. And I I pray that I continue to show up for a mother like that Mm. for his entire life. Oh my God. That is so, so good. And I think the thing that you said there and whether you're putting this in place for motherhood, you're putting this in place for business, friendship, relationship, whatever it is, you just decided, you know, this podcast is all a matter of deciding and you decided 
that no matter what, you were going to enjoy the journey. Yeah. You were not going to judge yourself and you were just going to do whatever it took to stay in that vibration. And I just love that because, you know, decision, faith, faith and action. Those are the three things that I always preach. And your decision was that no matter what, you were going to be a great mom and not judge yourself and not listen to what any fucking hater had to say. And whether that you're listening to this podcast for the confidence, the mindset or the business or the motherhood or the relationship, whatever, or whatever, all of the above, (laughs) all of the above listening and knowing that you got to do you. That is like the most important thing on the planet. I don't regret for one second not having the children. You have made the decision that you are not going to regret doing it your own way and not listening to all of the other bullshit. Whatever decision you make, you have to decide that that's the decision and you're going to show up from that decision and you can't let anyone else like, like literally pressure you into it. Like, my God, do you know how many people have tried to pressure me into having children? And I cannot stand that. FYI, if you want to really tick me off, like asking people when they're going to have kids, how many kids, if they're going to have more kids. Nobody asked me if I'm going to have another child. I have a five month old, like I'm not even there yet. Like I'm waking up at four 30 so that I can get a workout in. Like, I don't need to think about it. Um, but that's one of my pet peeves. So any of you women out there who've chosen not to have children, Hey, that's awesome. Because I don't think people should have kids unless they really want to have children. Uh, That's just, it's one of my pet peeves. I could probably rant on about that for 10 minutes. So I won't put your audience through that, Christina. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. We could talk about that a whole nother time. I'll talk about that. But no, I I do think like just hitting on that, the power of you deciding that no matter what, you were going to do motherhood your own way. That's so, so powerful. And I think that that's what you've done in your business as well. And that's one of the reasons why it's very successful. You know, your marriage too. I'm sure that your marriage is very different than most. You guys have a, you guys are both two very successful, you know, type A high achieving people. And there's a lot of things that you've had to decide. A lot of moving parts. And I also think in Jackson and I, when we first got married, knew that our marriage was not going to look like many, many of our friends. And that's totally fine. We talk about your last name. Oh yeah. Uh, My husband and I have different last names. Uh, Like Christina said, my last name's Humbaum. My husband has a different last name. He's a physician. Um, And I never had any interest in changing my last name ever. Um, so when we first started dating, was well, at first, we didn't talk about that. When we first started dating, that's a little weird. First date. First date. Not, no. Maybe not. I was about to say, probably, I don't know. We were probably like seven or eight months into dating. And I was like, oh, we were joking about marriage or something. I was like, oh yeah, I'm not changing my last name. Um, and he was, of course, totally fine with it. He didn't care. You know, he's like, great. He's like, well, I wouldn't want to change my last name either. I was like, well, there we go. There we go. Mutual respect. Um, but we knew that our marriage wasn't going to look like a lot of our friends and we were totally fine with it. And one thing that I've noticed in um, the way that our marriages versus other people is when we enter into those spaces really confidently, no one ever questions it because it's just, oh, that's just who they are as a couple, as a married couple. Like, sure, it's not the same as the way like we live our lives. Like a lot of my friends stay at home. Like a lot of our couple friends stay at home. More power to you. I think that's great. If that makes you happy and it genuinely does in their relationship, do it. Like I would never tell someone you shouldn't stay at home. Um, It's just not what works for our relationship. And so we really, truly just 
lean into that. And I think that that's part of like deciding and committing. And it's the same way, like you said, I've done with the business and I've done with motherhood is I really truly feel like I know what's best for my life. And I don't allow other people to question that. There's just no space for it. So if they do question it, I'm very confident in letting them know that I know what's best for my life. And somehow, some way I've ended up here. So my choices couldn't have been that bad. Right? (laughs) Oh my God, I love that so much. I think it's so, so, so important because one thing that I kind of come back to here is the fact that, you know, not everyone is going to agree with your choices. Totally. Yeah. You and I, we are very different on a lot of our choices. Oh my gosh, totally. Yeah. But I respect you and your choices and I've always felt like you respect me. And I think one thing for me and you too, is that we know each other's hearts. And don't you think that makes us better at seeing other people and understanding other people? Because it's like, okay, well, I know Christina and I know her heart. And like, even though we don't see eye to eye on this, that's okay. Oh, can we all just get a praise Jesus, hallelujah, amen on that? Because it's so true. true. I love you as a human. We disagree on a few things. And yet I know deep down in your heart, you're such an amazing human. I love you and I can love you for your difference. And I can love you for different opinions. And, you know, I think where people come with their resentment and the unkindness and all the things is when they allow other people's opinions to start affecting their own. Yes. You have not betrayed yourself to appease me. I have not betrayed myself to appease you. And I think that that's what you're talking about when you're talking about you and Jackson and your marriages and all the things that other people do. I think where the tension comes in for so many people is they believe they have to be doing a thing, right? Like, It, like your friends going, Aaron, I cannot believe you're not changing your last name. What do you mean you're not changing your last name? Why wouldn't you change your last name? Isn't that going to bother your husband? Isn't that a thing? Like all the fucking things. Yeah. But it's like, you are so confident in your decisions. And I feel I'm very similar in mine. I'm like super confident in my decision. I'm like, this is my decision. It is my decision. I understand that you have right. a different decision, but I'm going to have my decision. And I'm not going to feel bad about having my decision. Yeah, You've got to, you have to lean in to, and that doesn't mean there isn't space for other people or discussions or anything, but I think a feeling confident in who you are, knowing your core values. And then when you do have great friendships, getting to know that person to their depths where, you know, you know their core values, you know their heart, like I talked about earlier. And then when you feel confident in sharing who you are and it creates a safe space, even though you might have differences, that you know that no matter what you share with each other, it's going to be met with respect because you do understand each other on a core level. Um, And I think, God, that's where really a lot of great friendships bloom. Mm. I think out of that, right? Out of that space of like, it's not... You, I think all this to say is you're, if you're looking for a friendship, a high vibe friendship, it's just like everything else in life, just like a career, just like a marriage, just like a partnership, whatever it is, nothing's ever going to be exactly perfect, but you have to allow yourself, pull down, the, pull down all the guards, be able to talk real and openly about all the big things in your life, show up for each other and let each other just be who they are. 
right? Yeah. And not, <laughs> like, that's so good, right? And try not to change them. And yeah. not, I, I think it, it does definitely always come back to the self-confidence. You know, totally. confidence is my thing. And if you're not confident in who you are and you deviate off that to appease six different people in six different friendships, that's what becomes very difficult yes. because then you don't know who you are and you don't know what you stand for. I can have different friends in different friend groups, totally. but overall, I'm the exact same person. I may not speak the same and I may not like act exactly the same, but my core of who I am is is exactly the same. And I feel comfortable enough to say like, this is who I am. This is my belief. And hopefully you respect me enough and hopefully you're confident enough in yourself to be like, okay, cool. Like that's what make the world go around. Two different people, like I can respect you. You can respect me and we can still love each other. We can still agree on like 90% of the things that we agree on are exactly the same. Well, and I think too, that this is a great point that I thought about while you were talking. I don't try to force certain relationships to be what they're not made to be, right? Like, I would not expect to have the same conversations that I'm having with Christina, who we both know that we are on a similar path in life. We're going for similar things, not necessarily similar goals, but like we have a similar attitude towards life. I don't expect for other friends to be able to show up in the same way that Christina does for me. But that doesn't mean that I can't have a good friendship with them. It's just different. And I don't expect for all of my friendships to be able to show up for me in a certain way. Sure, I do want all of my friendships to be happy and nice and fun and easy. Um, And I'd say positive. But I think it's really important to remember in all friendships they're not all equal. Like different people can hold different spaces for you in your life. And I think that's so important. Bingo. And I think people, uh, a lot of times they expect their spouse to be the person, right? Yeah. She's giving me the point here, folks, because I'm not going to talk to Nathan about the same things that I'm going to talk to you. Totally. I'm not going to talk to my girlfriends and say, I'm not going to talk to Nathan. Uh, Like, I'm not going to talk to you about the same things that I would talk to Nathan. And I think, I think oftentimes people expect one person to hold the space for so many different topics. And it's not fair. It's too much. A lot of times it's too much to put on one person. Um, I learned that while Jackson and I were dating, you know, I would share things with him and sometimes it was too much for him. You know, it was just, and I was like, oh my gosh, mental note, like this is not great. He's got his own stuff going on at work. Like I need to find a different person to share this with. Um, but I think it's, it's too much to have all that in one person. It's not fair. Right. I mean, I would want someone to expect that of me. It's, it's too much to harbor. So just being respectful of and honest about where, which friendship is great for which lane. You know, I have certain friendships where I really, I think the women are incredibly funny and they're lighthearted and I love going to brunch with them and I love going, you know, and spending time with them, but I'm never going to sit down and have the same conversations that I have with Christina. And I just wouldn't put that kind of level of pressure on them. And I think that when we're looking for that, we just got to keep that on the forefront. It's that just because someone isn't your friend, that's like your motivator, your hustler, your person that you're, you know, bouncing ideas off with doesn't mean they can't hold great space in your life. Yeah. I love it. So, so good. We're looking at our list of things to talk about. And I'll be honest with you. I feel like we've hit them all. We have. I'm really proud of us. <laughs> I'm so proud of us. I'm like, oh my gosh, high five for us. Amazing. Um, I have enjoyed this so much. I love you. And you guys, Ely's Boutique 
at Ely's Boutique on Instagram. I'm going to put all the details in the show notes. You guys can go and look at that store. You know, that's, I really believe, and I, and Erin probably doesn't know this. I am, well, no, she does know this. I'm the shittiest shopper in the whole entire world. She does, she does know this. <laughs> Because I always ask her, I'm like, okay, is there someone at the store who can help me shop? And yeah, you need like, you got to have like a Ray or a Tory. Oh my God. I have yeah. people, I can go in there and be like, hi, I'm friends with Aaron. And I know a lot of people say that, but I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm actually friends with Aaron. <laughs> and like, I need you to help me shop. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I loved your store even before I met you is because I can actually walk in and say, oh my gosh. Okay. So I really need some help here. And I am the, t- I, and you know what? This is actually interesting. I am probably, I'm definitely not the person who will spend the most money at your store, but I am the person who comes in, will drop like a thousand dollars at one time and then walk out because I'm only going to come in like once a quarter. I was like, you're going to come in once a quarter. I was going to say once a season. That's about right. That's about (laughs) right. That's right. that's fine. I think that's a lot of people shop like that. And I think that's great. They like load up. They're good. They, you know, we've told them which outfits to pair with what. I know I get some texts sometimes from Christina. It's like, can I wear this? Sometimes it's a yes. Sometimes it's a no. But, you know, it's fine. She's really pretty. So all that makes sense for it. That goes a long way. Oh, my husband has said that to me sometimes. He's like, you're lucky you're pretty. I'm like, fuck you. What happens when that goes away? Oh, my God. God, I hope not. Because yeah, will give you the boat talk. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, exactly. Another great friend of ours. Oh, that's so funny. But, yeah, no, her story is, is beautiful. And thank God for that story because that's how we connected as friends. So Seriously. Isn't that yeah. amazing? Yeah. So you will never know where your high vibe connection friendships will come from. Just be very intentional about putting out in the universe what it is that you want. Create the space for it. You know, I wouldn't have... I wouldn't have had you in my life if I hadn't have created the space to become the person I am today. And so for those of you who are out there who are listening, going, gosh, how do I find a person like that? Just continue to work on yourself and the universe will provide a DM to a, yeah. a store. <laughs> it could be a store owner near you. No, but for real, you know, I always say like, stay open, stay curious to life and be gentle with yourself. Mm. You just be gentle with yourself. Things have a way of showing up when you need them. And that's Aaron, and that's us. I hope you loved it. Bye. Are you one of the many people each month that tell me they can't find a tribe of like-minded people who are ready to decide it's their turn? If so, I have the absolute solution for you. It's the Decide It's Your Turn Network, a tribe of like-minded, high-vibe humans who are ready to thrive in life and business. It's a community off social media in its own private app where I come in and teach twice a month live, taking your questions, connecting you with amazing humans from around the globe, all for less than $100 a month. The Decide It's Your Turn Network. You guys check out the show notes, find the link, christinalacure.com forward slash network. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that will help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.